Welcome to From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by Kenya Marsh, certified yoga instructor and your yoga bestie. Previously, I created a topic on providing you some key tips on how you can go about taking advantage of today. You're blessed to open up your eyes to see another day and what you could do to make the most of that moment. Today, I just want to briefly talk about excessiveness and how we can curve that to prepare us to be better in the year 2020. What we may or may not be doing too much of and what we can cut back on. So are you ready to get started? Great. Here we go. So when you think of excessiveness, I wonder what comes to mind for you. Do you just think of eating too much or just doing too much of too of something? Some of the things we're pretty aware that we do things where and we overindulge. Other times we may be doing it so often we may not even notice it that it's happening or that it has occurred over such a long period of time. If you can think back right now and close your eyes, don't do this if you're driving, but just think of your closet at this very point. Think about how much clothes you have in your closet right now. How many items in your closet did you wear more than once? How many items in your closet that still have the tags on? Is it like two or three? Is it so much you don't even know? Have you found yourself when you was going through cleaning out your closet at some point this year that you was finding stuff in bags that you totally forgot that you had and they still have the tag on it and you just have yet to use it. This is the stuff that I'm talking about. I am talking about this so much is because it was a self realization for me two weeks ago when I was creating another donation bag and I was hanging on to certain things that I had for years just on the notion that I'm going to use this one day. And in reality, I haven't used it in years and it still had the tag on it. There were shoes that I found and there were some dresses and shirts. So I just threw them all in the bag, drove them down to the Goodwill. And That made me think how much more people out there have that same issue. I don't even notice that. If you're not even sure or you can answer those questions, I recommend when you do have time, go into your closet and look. And just lighten your load. Someone else could use what you're hanging on to for just this what if reason 
it's time to step in to a new mode where you release the baggage of clinging on and have more than you need and just provide it to someone who needs no question asked, no second guesses. Just throw it in the bag, get rid of it without going through the bag again. And you know what? I could use this. I have a feeling that I'm going to need this at some point. And then another year go by and you haven't used it yet. So test that theory out for me. Go in your closet when you have the chance. Go through your stuff for all the seasons. I just created my closet down to the season. So I have my travel section, depending on where I'm going, my summer section, spring, universal section, because the way these weather and the seasons are set up nowadays, I pretty much got to wear anything because one day could be super hot, next day could be cold. Our winters are no longer normal and it has been like that for the last few years. So I'm ready for anything. But there were so much shoes that I found. Granted, I, I kept some because I like to do yoga in them. And, I, you know, when it gets cold, I, the boots, I bring them back out. But there was other shoes that I've had. Thankfully that my daughter grew. So now me and her have the same size. I can't believe it. She's 12, by the way. And she's about my height. And some of my stuff now goes to her closet so she can use what she's been eyeing for a couple of years but I want you to ponder on that another thing I want you to think of when it comes to overindulging is tv shows how much time do you spend watching tv shows versus how much time do you spend on your passion or business venture that you have this idea or this book that you've always wanted to write, or whatever that one thing is you always wanted to do, how much time you spent on that thing versus sitting and watching TV or streaming a um, binge watching. This part I can definitely say I'm very good at and it took years of practice. Once our, our son was born 10 years ago, we made a conscious choice that we no longer wanted TV. So we got rid of our cable. We only just kept our internet package and we just stuck with um, paying monthly for Netflix. When our kids got old enough to be aware of what they were watching, we then decided to turn off TV during the week and we only watch TV on the weekend. I can definitely say that has been the best thing that I've ever done. I know it's not for everyone, but at least try it doing it one day out of the week. And at least on the weekend, we do binge watch for like two, three hours out of the entire weekend. Or we'll do two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sunday if we're not doing like any family outings and catch up on a show that we wanted to watch. During the week, we read. So in excess, I overindulge on reading and that is something I will continue to do. So there are some good things that you can overindulge on and then there's some that doesn't help you grow successfully so you would need to cut back on. And that's what I want to give you ideas of. So for us, cutting the TV out, 
you don't have to go as straight as extreme as we have but just cut it down little by little until you you know find a medium where you keep yourself and your learning a priority versus meditating and providing your attention directly to a show that someone else created that is just for entertaining so there are some times where you might need that entertaining to distract you from the chaos i get it but don't go overboard and just get caught up into that moment where you can split that time and focus on yourself and become even more successful in whatever ventures you have set or have goals geared towards Another thing I want you to think of um, when it comes to overindulging is think about your food. How much food do you have in your pantry, your cabinets, your refrigerator, and freezer that's healthy versus junk food? Think about that. Ponder on that for a little bit. Think long and hard. I go up and down when it comes to that. I could say for me personally, uh, about 80 to 85% is healthy. And then we have our sweet tooth stuff that we have. But since we've gone vegan, what we like to do is just look up recipes or we will watch bacon shows, find out regular bacon, and then try to reinvent it for ourselves to crave or satisfy our sweet tooth. What I also do since I have sweet tooth is I freeze some fruit so when I'm ready I could suck on it and get some sugar that way. Um, I just started to infuse my water again so I could break up the kind of water I have and I started incorporating more coconut water so I could get more water intake throughout the day. I'm not a soda fan but if you are I would suggest try to find alternate ways that you can incorporate breaking down your intake of the soda or anything else that you have that's not good for your health, but you know, you want it once in a while. So find a way on how you can balance and try to work out to where over 50% of the things you have in your house is healthy instead of the other way around. So slowly make that switch can help you in the long run. I mean, it's a major sacrifice, especially when it comes to that. And I understand if you're constantly busy, you go in here and there, you don't have time to cook. But take time to be mindful about what you're eating, when you're eating, and at work, I know I talked about this episode in my self-care series is create a survival kit by creating snacks or trail mix or something. So stuff it in your office drawers, leave it there. So when you have those days when you're stressed out and you stress eat, you have some healthy things to snack on versus the junk food. And notice the difference. The other thing I want to talk about... um, is spending and then I'm gonna just end it and recap how much money are you spending versus how much are you saving 
This is some conversation me and my husband recently started having with our kids because we want to teach them financial independence. They're 10 and 12. We always believe in teaching them what we learn as we learn it instead of waiting until they get older. So instead of them going to college like we did and find it out like, what? I never knew that. We rather have them prepared and we show them through examples based off our behavior and our spending habits and how to build up financial independence. So ponder this. Think about this. How much are you spending and investing in other companies versus how much are you storing aside for your savings, emergency funds, um, travel expenses, things along those natures, things that will help you get clarity, you know, so you can have a girl's trip or so you can have a couple's getaway trip. How much are you putting aside for that versus how much are you just giving away? And I'm not talking about spending on your food, um, gas, car, rent. I'm just talking about shopping on excess clothes, excess shoes, extra movie tickets that's not really needed, um, extra purses or accessories that's not really needed, those type of things. How much are you spending on that? And how much are you spending like on other apps or so versus books, things that will uplift you, things that will help your mental, your spiritual and your overall health? How much are you spending? Think about these. Because making that shift will make a big difference. For instance, something that me and my husband starting to do is we're paying ourselves. So out of our weekly checks, our bi-weekly checks for my husband, what we do is we take, well, I put 30% aside to my savings account. The rest gets spent toward bills, expenses. And he does... 60% bills, 40% aside. So we have our savings that we're building and then everything else gets allocated. And we break things down, what we're spending. And at the end of the month, we look at our spending habits, where it went and how can we improve it for the following month. So that is a tip I would recommend that you guys try or something you don't do if you're struggling with balance budgeting if you just set up your account to just send that money without you looking at it then you will never have to worry about it versus you actually taking the money out of the atm and depositing it it's going to be harder or doing it after the fact if set up your account to just preset and just ship it into a savings account that you will not touch and you'll be surprised how much you will save up toward the end of the year. So just to recap today's episode and access and how to turn that around so you won't overindulge on the things that does not help you, but you can indulge in the things that does. Take a look at your closet, see what you really don't need. Look at what you truly wear and what you really don't and get rid of it. No hesitation. Secondly, try to have about over 50% healthy items in your pantry, fridge, and freezer versus the other way around and cut down on a junk food. Increase your water intake 
and uh, TV time, try to cut down on that and indulge more into reading or something that could spark you to learn something new. And last, your savings. Build up a savings method in multiple ways. Open up multiple savings accounts. Store money in places you cannot touch, you won't see, until you really need it. And that would be all. If you use some of these tips, or if you found these tips really helpful, I would like to know. Send me an email at info at simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com. Don't forget, you can jump in and join and we can have a deeper conversation in the Facebook group, Elevated Yogis. And I just wish you enjoy your weekend. Have a wonderful time. And I can't believe it's almost Halloween. I will talk to you again next week. Now I shall reload my mat. Speak to you soon.